and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Script Show, where we're talking about your favorite movies, what was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on things. We don't just talk about the problems, we get solutions to the problems. And today, my co-host, Dr. Sam. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to do one of those epic uh, blue the raptor screams to really show that I mean business. Wow, you copycat that perfectly. I That's was, exactly what it, blue sounds like. It's kind of what it felt like at the last moment of the movie. It's just a weak little blue raptor scream. Uh, Sam, what are we talking about today? We're talking it? about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Dun, dun, dun. I think you guys remember about a year ago we did Jurassic World 1. Yeah, man. Uh, quick thoughts. What did you think of Jurassic World 1? Uh, with Jurassic World 1, I remember I was like, yeah, I like it, but it's so stupid. Like, it's just dumb. Like, there's so much you could fix. There's so much potential with this franchise. And they're just like, no, let's just do the dinosaurs are, you know, monsters and we have to fight them angle. I liked the first Jurassic World. I thought it was, like, probably probably the best sequel to Jurassic Park. That's not saying much, but, you know, it's something. There was some things to change, but, you know, in hindsight, the best film will get out of the three here. As, as we've seen, it gets worse. Yep, yep. If uh, uh, What's Malcolm, Ian Malcolm's quote in the first one? It's like, oh, yeah, your doctors and your scientists thought, oh, just because we can do it, but we never thought, should we do it? And that's basically what the movie producers are like, you know? I, I get why they did it. Money, money, money. But still, it's like, yeesh. But also, you're just becoming the plot that you're trying to stop yeah. when you make these movies. Overall, big Jurassic Park fan here. I'm assuming you are too, Sam? I, I really like the first one. I don't have as much of an affinity for the series as a whole. Okay. But I really do like the, the Jurassic Park. Yeah, no, i big, big fan. I will defend The Lost World for a bit. That's cool. Jurassic Park 3... As its moments, it's not great. I Jurassic think three is better than two, but that's beside the Ooh, point. Ooh, hot points, hot takes. Sorry, and Jurassic World's good. I think this is the worst one. Oh, by, of, yeah, by far, by right? Far. Like at least Lost World has a little bit of fun, and Jurassic Park three is the most throwaway of them all. But at least it's got something to it. But God, this one just—it's just not. It's just not. It's so rough, man. And it looks it looks like this was the one where they even tried just as hard as Jurassic Park. Like you can tell that there was so much like at least in the craft and like making it happen, like there's so much effort put into it. But when it comes down to like the script and, and I assume studio notes, but I don't want to, you know, fully assume, it seems like they kind of just chose the easy answers or the the ones that would that would bring them the results that they thought they were expecting. Like, you know how Universal has Jurassic Park and everything? I just can't wait for Halloween Horror Nights where it's Jurassic Mansion. <laughs> and it's little dinosaurs just like, ar Just a bunch of raptors running around scaring you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have, like, it'll just be a bunch of thunder and lightning in the mansion with, like, the outlier of a dinosaur. And it'll be like, Arr. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. This was not good. We can keep saying that, but should we just jump into the summary I, right yeah, now? Yeah, let's just tell them why it's not good. Okay, so we open the film, and it's this submarine, like, little James Cameron bot going into the park. <laughs> They're trying to get this 
Indo the Indo dinosaur. Indo, well, fuck, what was uh, the thing Indominus called? Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex's bones, and they're sawing it the bones to try and get its DNA from the background. The thunder strikes, and what is it? It's the underwater giant, giant yeah, Jaws thing. That is a common occurrence of having thunder and then revealing that there's a dinosaur. Yes, it's a common motif, and so now oh, there's it's called the Mosasaurus. Mosasaurus. They cut the bone off. It goes up in the air. They get eaten. There's this helicopter going up in the air, and they're, like, trying to fix shit. I don't know why they're doing this. <laughs> and one guy is outside of the plane, and all the other people are just screaming and yelling, and he's just like, what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And what happens? The lightning strikes, and, whoa, another dinosaur, and it's the T-Rex. The T-Rex. And so the guy tries to run away, but, oh, no. The T-Rex is trying to get, get him. He jumps on, like, a ladder. T-Rex grabs it. It goes back and forth. Who's going to win? And helicopter wins. And so T-Rex is feeling sort of blue balls. He walks away. The one guy is super jazzed that he got away. He's like, yeah, yeah. Mosasaurus just comes up and eats the guy. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Also, when you said he jumps onto the ladder, I thought you were saying the T-Rex thing. <laughs> and I'm just imagining this giant thing with the tiny arms just like holding tight to a little ladder on the helicopter. Uh, and another movie that could have worked. <laughs> One thing that made me really laugh is how in the opening it tells you like, oh yeah, it is 2,000 miles away from Costa Rica. And I'm just like, okay, that that was a needed fact. Well, that's how they it, start every movie. I know, it's but... It's always like how many miles away from Costa Rica they are. <laughs> I really want to make a parody film where it's like, yeah, 20,000 miles away from Russia. Or no, it's Jurassic Mars, and it says 50 billion <laughs> miles from, from Costa Rica. Uh, so now we are shown the titles, and it's just a lava pit of lava. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows that we have Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, woo! Is this where we go to the Senate? Yes, yeah, so we get news coverage of like, oh, these dinosaurs living on is a nublar are going to die soon because of the volcano. And if you look at the bottom screen of like where it's like updated news and stuff, you can see U.S. president questions the existence of dinosaurs. So, you know, take that as you will, I guess. I can't believe Jurassic World wanted to make a political stance. I feel like Jurassic yeah. World tried is the key word. And so now we open, we see our main, one of our main characters, played by Bryce Dallas Howard, named Claire. She's on her phone reading about the newest news of the dinosaurs, and she walks into her office that's very, like, unkept, and people are running around because the Senate is going to make a decision about dinosaurs and if they should live or not. Dinosaurs, should they live or not? Let's find out. Dinosaurs, the new abortion debate of the future. <laughs> we meet two of these IT guys named Franklin and Zia, who fucking suck. <laughs> they are so annoying in this. And nothing to the actors. It is just how they're written. Yeah. But so now the girl, or Zia, we find out that she is a vet for dinosaurs. Claire starts talking to this woman on the phone, and she's like, no, you're a part of the Senate. You need to vote for this. Hangs up. Then the Senate has their vote, and they vote not to go ahead and save dinosaurs, which is like... I mean, that's expected because they're dinosaurs, and they're on a volcanic island. Especially with this administration, you know, how's anything going to happen? Listen, he doesn't even believe that they exist. <laughs> Claire gets another call from this other guy now after the whole Senate thing goes down. And he's just like, hmm, I want you to meet me at my mansion. <laughs> and <laughs> she goes to the mansion 
And it's like this older guy that she meets that's in a wheelchair and everything. And he talks about how him and John Hammond from the first two movies. Can't believe we've never talked about this guy before. Yeah. The guy was best friends with him, apparently. Best friends were John Hammond just never brought him up. Mm -hmm. So this guy's name is Benjamin Lockwood. And we meet uh, Benjamin's side guy, Eli Mills, who's like, you know, the typical asshole CEO. Mm -hmm. And so they talk about how they have the sanctuary for the dinosaurs and how they want to save all of them again. It is sort of a recycled idea, you know, but, you know, I guess it's not broke. Why fix it? And we'll we'll tell you why you should fix it later. (laughs) (laughs) And so now they talk to Claire. They're saying, yeah, we can save up to... 12 or so species, but the most important one is patient D9. That's blue. (laughs) It's blue. And so they're saying like, hey, yeah, we need to get this dinosaur. Do you know anyone that can figure out how to get him? And she's like, oh, I know. Cut to Claire driving up to this guy building a house. And who's the guy? Oh, my God, it's Chris Pratt. So it's the exact same way how they met in the first movie? Yeah, and it's like... (laughs) She goes up. The, uh, Chris Pratt's character's name is Owen. She's like, hey, how you doing? He's like, I'm all doing all right. Can I buy you a beer? Where are we going? Cut to bar. And Claire is just dying of laughter. It's so funny because she doesn't realize that Owen thinks that he broke up with her. Oh, my God. This is so a- we're at the exact same <laughs> thing that happened in the first movie. Where they had gone on a date, it didn't work out, and they each think that they're justified. Why are we repeating the exact same thing uh, from the first movie? We'll talk about it, definitely. This okay. is just... Ugh, man. Just try to slog through this one. Claire talks about, like, oh, yeah, we're trying to save the dinosaurs and everything. And, hey, did you know Blue's alive? And Owen's just like, yeah, cool, whatever. God. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> He's sipping on his beer and everything, and Claire's like, what? Don't you care? You raised it. And it's a weird, little weird with this sudden, like, bond that Owen has with Blue. Like, they set that up in the first one where, oh, yeah, he definitely cares about Blue. But let's not forget, Blue tried to eat him on multiple occasions. Yeah. Like, at least... Two times I can think of, and I'm sure there's a third. But the whole point is the bond between man and dinosaur is stronger than this. Well, also, like, I don't want to compare Blue to a dog. I think a cat is more appropriate. Because a dog shows love and affection, where, like... Blue screeches and, like, claws at you, but is like, all right, you feed me, I'll respect (laughs) you. Yeah, exactly. So are you going to go to an island that's literally about to explode to save your cat? I mean, I would. (laughs) (laughs) He's got eight other lives, at least, you know? (laughs) But also, when he's drinking his beer, is the label turned out so you can see (laughs) Corona or whatever he's sipping on? Uh, I think he's drinking on Dos Equis, you know? Oh, right. Chris Pratt is just early version of the most most interesting man in the world. Exactly. he should be. (laughs) Okay, so now Bryce Dallas Howard's just like, I can't believe you won't do this, Uh, and runs out. And now Chris Pratt's like, thinking, thinking. And he sips on his beer again. He's like, hmm... And then we cut. We have this weird side plot where we keep cutting back to the mansion with uh, Benjamin and stuff. And we find out Benjamin's got a granddaughter named Macy, and she's like dicking around with the maid. Where she, like the maid's like Macy, Macy, where are you? And she turns and Macy jumps out and is like rawr. And she's like, oh, you're you're gonna give me a heart attack. And she was like, I can't remember what she says. She's something like, oh, good, I was trying to scare you. And she's like, what would you do if I died? <laughs> 
you wouldn't survive. And Macy's just like, oh, well, yeah, I guess. There are better ways of having this conversation, but we can rush through it. Yeah. It's such a minor point in all of this. Well, I get what they're doing because they're setting up Macy. But, like, if you got to make it that force, do you really need it? No, especially because... None of this really matters and comes back at all. It does anything. No. I mean, the maid is just a weird character in general. Yeah. Later at night, so now Owen is reminiscing over all the good times with Blue, and he's watching all these old videos where he's, like, playing fetch with it, and he's like, oh, pick up the stick. And he's like, hmm, okay. And then the next morning, Claire goes into the plane. She's just, like, still flustered, like, (laughs) And we get Franklin and Zia there, and they're all like, oh, my God, Franklin's being so annoying. He's like, oh, you're you're gonna die in a plane, you know? It's like, you're more likely to... And then Zia's like, you're more likely to die on a plane than you are a horse. He's like, I never would die on a horse, because I won't get on a horse. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm so bad. Comedy. Exactly. And so now they're all on the plane. Claire hears a noise. She turns. Oh, and Owen's waking up. And he's like, oh, I thought you guys would never show up. <laughs> and Claire's like, you came. And she's like, yeah, whatever. I did it for Blue. I did it for Blue. Franklin's still freaking out, like, oh, the planes and stuff. And he's like, are you okay with this, Owen? And he's like, hey, man, I drove on a motorcycle with Velociraptors. I'm okay with this. And then Franklin's like, oh, we we can't be friends. (laughs) And so now we are on the island. We are finally, like, seeing everything. And we meet, I don't even know. I don't want to give this character a name. Redneck Army Guy. Who's sort of like giving the crew like details like, all right, this is the perimeter. This is where we need to find it, blah, blah, blah. Get to the island. They go to this one area where they can see all the dinosaurs. They have the tracking system and whatnot. Also, sorry, before they get to that place, they go into the main place, the main like lobby area of Jurassic World. And they see a stegosaurus. And Zia is like walks out and is just like dumbfounded like, whoa, it's a stegosaurus. I've never seen one. I never thought I would see an actual dinosaur. She's a dinosaur vet. Yeah. What? It's it, has all of her stuff just been theoretical? What is she operating on? Like to practice. <laughs> yeah, you can't you don't have like cadavers of dinosaurs like, or anything. Like I, I guess having but. someone who like gets the majesty and wonder of dinosaurs, but maybe pick the other character. Yeah. Well, it's like, why did you spend so much... Why did you get a degree in saving dinosaurs if you never thought you were going to save a dinosaur? Like, at least, you know, if you're if you're going to be a business major, you're not going to open PowerPoint and be like, whoa, this is a presentation? I never thought I would be able to do a presentation. <laughs> it's like, what did you expect? Yeah, what was your life going to be? You weren't going to try and, you know make shoes and sell them to people and then convince other people why you should sell them? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what business people do. (laughs) Anyway, so back on, uh, they're in this one area where they see all the dinosaur trackers. They find Blue. Redneck Army guy is like trying to help out here too where Chris Pratt and Zia are like, oh, we can handle it. We'll do it. And he's like, you sure? You might need help. And then Zia is just like, no, we got enough. You guys are just going to hurt them. And it's like, I mean, that's what happens, but that's yeah. you, you shouldn't assume the worst out of people. Also, we call them out for it. They might be more likely to do it now. Yeah, it's sort of like, oh, you're, you're a dick. So now Chris Pratt and Zia are, they find Blue, and it's like a real tender moment where, you know, Chris Pratt is finally, like, touching Blue, and it's like, wow, so, so intimate. And then what happens? It's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. Blue gets shot with, like, tranquilizers, and she, we're all like, no, Blue. 
And so all the army people follow them. And it's like, oh, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know why the fuck you would shoot it when it's, like, going okay, you know? It's just it's one of those things where it's just always, like, the, the bad guy's got to be the bad guy's. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because he was controlling Blue. You could just easily walk Blue out of there. I mean, it might have been a timing thing where if they tranquilize Blue or, like, shoot Blue, then it's easier just to transport Blue out of there. Maybe. I've, yeah. We can get. We can maybe talk about that. I, I don't think it's the right thing to do, but I do think so. Yeah. So now, Blue is like freaking out. He starts jumping around, attacks this one guy, and the guy who's literally getting his face gnawed off pulls out a gun, and they're like, "No, don't shoot him!" And he shoots him, and they're like, "No!" And I'm like, "No fucking shit! He's gonna shoot it. If you guys aren't gonna help him, I'm gonna shoot it." You yeah. know? Because they're literally just standing over him, being Everybody's like, oh. "So wrong in this movie. No one's yeah. right." <laughs> And so now they tranquilize Blue. Chris Pratt's mad about it. He's like, hey. And they just tranquilize Chris Pratt. <laughs> and he falls each shit. It is that the same tranquilizer that they're using on the dinosaurs? Yes. He should be dead. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's enough like tranquilizer to like, put down like an elephant. So he that, should be dead. Uh, Zia grabs one of the guns that's on the ground. She's like, stand down, stand down. And I'm like, you're literally surrounded by people in armies. And so the redneck guy is like, yeah, you. what do you think is going to happen here, miss? And she's like, this dinosaur, Blue, is going to die soon if you don't let me operate on it or whatever. And he's like, hmm, good point. <laughs> so they take Zia and uh, Blue and stuff, but they leave Chris Pratt there. Which, come on, Zia. You're like, fuck this guy. He, don't, don't worry about him. I mean, you got to pick and choose your battles, because can she really convince them to like bring him along, too? I think so, you know? Why are we killing people just for the hell of it, you know? Like, that's pretty... For story. Mm, I guess. But also bad on Zia for not asking. <laughs> uh, so now we go back to Claire and Franklin are working on uh, tracking more dinosaurs or whatever, and the emergency door shut. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. And all the other army people are just like, oh, we're going to dip out. So they dip out, and the volcano starts to erupt. So now there's little lava gloops going back and forth, and they notice this one dinosaur is in the area. They notice it is coming through this, like, very small tunnel. And Franklin asks if it's a T-Rex. And I'm like, dude, do you think a T-Rex is going to fit in that tunnel? Like, it's literally maybe a size of a regular door. But that's just his character, man. He's a silly man. Well, Claire also is like, no, it's not a T-Rex. It's most likely not a T-Rex. And I'm like, no, it's not a T-Rex. What are you, you worked here. It's just a, poor, it's a really bad joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's bad. So there's this other dinosaur here now. He's, like, trying to eat them. It's a, it's a cool-ish scene where, like, lava's coming down. It's shot nicely. Franklin tries to get, almost gets eaten. And yeah, I mean, we'll probably change that in the script. Um... <laughs> So they get out safely, everything, they're good, but the place is still exploding. And so they're starting to, like, they check out everything. The volcano's exploding, and they see Chris Pratt. He's just booking it. You can't see me, but I'm motioning. Uh, you like, the Tom Cruise run like, yeah. down the side of, like, the mountain or whatever. And he's just like, run! run, run. And then they're like, what? And he's like, run. And you see this whole herd of different dinosaurs coming out with him. And they're like, oh shit, we should run away from that. Yeah. Duh. And (laughs) 
I love this because as the dinosaurs are still running, not trying to get like engulfed by this ash, they're still trying to eat each other. It's like priorities, man. Priorities. <laughs> so now Claire, Franklin, and Chris Pratt find this one like ball-ish thing. Oh, it's like the gyro ball. Yeah. Like the, the two kids were stuck in that first time. And so this other carnosaur is trying to eat them. So... Claire and Franklin hop in. Chris Pratt is trying to like, oh, you, I'm, I'm over here. No, I'm over here. And so he, the dinosaur lunges at Chris Pratt. But what happens? Boom. T-Rex eats you. Boom. That's <laughs> he, all that you need is a T-Rex. Yep. He just literally just eats the guy, other connoisseur's necks, neck. And he does the roar as the whole volcano is exploding. It's really cool. And then the T-Rex just dips after that. It's like, all right, I kill. I did my daily killing. Uh, I'm good now. Franklin and Claire are stuck in the gyro ball, and they get thrown off the cliff. And Chris gets engulfed by all the ash, and now they're sinking. Franklin and Claire, water's coming in. They don't know how it's going to survive. Chris Pratt, what? He's alive, jumps in and shoots the uh, gyro ball. But he makes everything worse because more water's coming in now. <laughs> and then Chris Pratt's like, ah, oh, I got to dip real quick to get some air. And Franklin's freaking out and being annoying. <laughs> and Chris Pratt comes back, gets a knife, plunges it in. It opens, and they're safe. They go onto shore. And so now they're like, oh, we need to go back to the dock where everyone's loading up. And for some reason, they just watch this happen for a bit. Like, the island is still exploding, and they were, like, looking at it through binoculars. And I'm like, what are you doing? Go, go. go. <laughs> and so as the, as the boat is literally about to leave, now they're like, oh, we should hurry up and get there. They run. Franklin falls down. He can't get up. And I'm like, yo, you, are you that old? And it's like, I've fallen. I can't get up. Nope. He's basically a 70-year-old man in this, like, 20-year-old body. Yeah. <laughs> God. Chris Pratt has to run, pick him up, and I think he's carrying him. Or at least that's how I'm going to imagine it, that he's carrying him. And he throws him in this one car. Bryce Dallas Howard just guns it, puts it into fourth gear, and they barely make it onto the boat. And so now uh, they're trying to hide, so Bryce Dallas Howard puts on a hat. Wait, I just I do want to bring up, because we, we, ha- we have the summaries up just to like help remind us of the story that's happening. Uh-huh. And the entire explosion sequence, because that lasts, like, what, 20, like, plus minutes or so? Yeah, something like that. Here's the entire explosion (laughs) sequence. On Wikipedia? The mercenary ship loaded with the captured dinosaur departs for the U.S. mainland as the dinosaurs left behind die in the eruption. Claire, Franklin, and Owen sneak aboard in time and assist Zia with transfusing blue with the blood. So they just skip over the entire <laughs> part where, like, the three of them are running off the island. They're escaping the ash. They're getting, like, all of that, which in essence means it doesn't really matter. No, but it, it does look cool, it which I'll give it. It cool, but, like, <laughs> Wikipedia skipped over the entire <laughs> eruption sequence except for the moment where they say the dinosaurs are left behind to die in the eruption. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, okay, we can get back to that in a little bit, too. Yep. Franklin... Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt are both looking over the destruction that the volcano has caused. And on the dock, there's this lone stegosaurus. And he's just like... And then his last thing, as everyone's watching and crying, he just jumps up and does like the typical Jurassic Park thing where he's just like... And then he dad. (laughs) 
That's so sad. Yeah. Oh my god. So we've come to the end of movie one. Now we're starting movie two. What we mean by this is that this is just two movies put into one movie. Yes. Just split right in half because it's basically a two-parter, but they decided to make it one movie. Yeah. I mean, we'll come back to this too, but I do think this is the point where the movie should have stopped and they could have made a lot more into it. Yeah. We'll get into more details later about that, but we uh, we come back to Macy. Dicking around at home. She's snooping around. She's checking out to see what Eli's doing. And he she overhears that he's talking to this one guy. And they're arguing intensely. And he's like, I, I don't know what happened, okay? And we it's revealed that this guy that he's talking to is Henry Wu. A.K.A. B.D. Wong. B.B. Wong. Hey, we got him in a couple movies recently. I know. Good go, buddy. Good job. Glad, glad you, you're earning your paycheck, man. <laughs> you really worked for that paycheck. And so he's, they're arguing, and he's like, I don't know what happened. I didn't shoot the dinosaur, talking about Blue. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that dinosaur needs to be pure. It needs to be excellent, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't know how that works, but I'm telling you how much money it costs. And then, so, B.B. Wong does a bunch of science mumbo-jumbo, and Eli's just like, English, Henry. And uh, Henry would just blitz, it needs a mother. <laughs> <laughs> And they're talking about this other dinosaur called, we'll just, we can name it now, the Indoraptor. Eli sees Macy listening in. She's like, oh, this is most unorthodox. <laughs> and throws her into her room. She's like, no. Because she's tried to warn her grandpa about it, warn Benjamin about everything. And she, he didn't believe her. And now she's stuck in the bedroom and can't get out. We'll come back to that. Yep. And so now we're back on the boat with Claire, Owen, and Franklin. And they find Zia, who's operating on Blue. And Blue's not doing so hot, man. He's uh, down for the count. I don't think Blue's going to make it. I don't think. He's, he's, got, he's got the blues, man. <laughs> yeah, she's dying and stuff. They're all having, like, a little teary eye. And Zia's like, no, we can save him. But we just, we need some blood. And they're like, well, what blood would work? She's like, there's only one per- There's only one animal on the ship that can save him. And we cut to Owen and Claire opening the doors to see the T-Rex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then at this point is where Claire's like, oh, my God. I'm like, Claire, you knew what you were doing. <laughs> Why is this so amazing to you? And so they have to go and get blood from it. It becomes a whole thing where, oh, no, like, the dinosaur wakes up and is trying to attack. And there's one point where the T-Rex really literally roars into Chris Pratt's ear. And I'm like, dude, you are deaf. There's no way you're coming back from that. You don't come back from that. But anyway, so now they come back, give the blood to Blue. It's cool because Blue is a practical effect here. Mm-hmm. And... That's all I can really think about that for that scene. Yeah. Well, don't they have, like, little flashbacks and stuff to, like, Owen and, like, Blue hanging out? Yeah. So, and Macy looks over that, too. It's just weird. (laughs) And so now, all right, we've saved Blue, and we've gotten back to home. And so now they're all trying to, they're trying to get away, but they're all, like, forced to go into separate cars and stuff. Owen and uh, Claire are driving off. And Franklin and Zia are together still. Mm-hmm. And so they're driving to the mansion or whatever. Which they don't actually really know where they're going. Yeah, they're, they're just, just following, following people. Because they have no idea what to do. No. And so they're like, oh, look, there's a highway. We're going to go off to the highway right now. And as they're about to turn, the redneck army guy is like, hey, guys, uh, 
don't go anywhere. <laughs> I see you there. There's one point where he calls Zia a nasty woman, too. Yeah. And it's sort of like, man, we were really going on uh, these, uh, <laughs> trying to make some statements here. This movie was very clearly made in early 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Owen and Claire are now trapped in behind bars. And Eli comes and does this whole evil speech. He literally has, like, evil glasses on, too. Yeah. Well, he's doing that thing that villains do where it's like, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't have had the technology or the capabilities of being able to resurrect these dinosaurs and do what we do. Do you think you're that much better? And Which then, is such a horrible argument because it's like, yeah, so you're just bringing everyone else down with you. You're not making yourself sound better. I'm not bad. You're bad. <laughs> no, you. No, you. Ooh. They have all these... There's a bunch of rich people who, like, some are, like, army people, some are just rich people, some are, like, military, and the uh, spray-tanned, red-slash-blonde-haired red short man, portly man, standing at the front of the steps is greeting his Russian ambassador friend. <laughs> Again, this was probably made in early 2017. Uh, and saying how great everything's going to be. Um, but meanwhile, we see Macy upstairs, and she is not having it being trapped in her room. Nope. So she goes out on her balcony and, like, climbs out to, like, the little ledge that comes out, and she starts scaling the side of her house, <laughs> as most 10-year-olds are, want to do. Hey, man, we've all been there. And he uh, and she, like, climbs across, like, gets uh, across the roof and, like, climbs into her uh, grandfather's room. But when she tries to shake him, uh-oh, he's dead. And so there's an earlier scene, too, where the grandpa and Eli are talking. And he, the grandpa finally realizes that there's going to be a ton of dinosaurs at his place <laughs> and that he hasn't recognized that there's been all this construction or, like, shady people going by. And he's just like... How do you think you could have gotten away with it without me noticing? But you didn't notice <laughs> yeah. until today. Like, you had an entire evil underground lair being built. How did you not notice your own house? And so he's just like, Eli, pick up that phone and call the police. It will be better if you do it. And so Eli, the phone is weirdly misplaced too. Like it's not like on like a charger. It's just sitting on a pillow, very pristine, on like a on like a nightstand table. Yeah. And so Eli is like walking in defeat, being like, "Oh man, I've been duped. I I can't go through with this." He grabs the phone, starts pressing buttons, and then puts the phone down. He's like, "You know what, Benjamin Hammond was right." We've created something we can't control, or something on the lines with that. And he grabs the pillow, and then <laughs> Benjamin's like, oh, and his cane that has the mosquito from the first one comes and just shatters on the ground. We're like, Ugh. no, Grandpa. So Eli killed him, and now Macy's found him, and yeah. she's like, go, like you know. She's like, Grandpa, under- Grandpa, come on. Uh, uh. And then she realizes that he's dead. And for some reason, she grabs the book that he's holding. Yeah, he's been looking through old pictures and whatever, and this whole time they've also been saying that, well, Macy, you look like just like your mom who died in a car crash. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. She she is related to her mom, so. But she hears uh, Eli coming, so she runs into, like, the dumb waiter, like the elevator thing, mm-hmm. and she hides it and hides in there, and Eli comes in and sees the person he just killed. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, then he calls the maid into the room and is like, all right, you see what's happening? Make sure you get rid of him and all the arrangements are made. 
And she's just like, what? What? <laughs> and then he's like, I guess you won't be needing to stay here any longer either. So he basically fires her right yeah. after this guy dies. But then she's like, no, you can't do that. What about Macy? I raised her. I raised both of them. And it's like, what? And then Macy like takes out a little thing that's sticking out of the book, pulls it out, and sees a younger version of the maid and a girl who looks exactly like Macy. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's your that's, mom, probably. Yeah. And they've been hyping up this idea for Macy and her mom looking the same this whole time. So I'm like, all right. She really does look like her mom, guys. Yep, you got it. They've mentioned it many times. And so I'm like, okay. All right, so now we cut back to Macy is hiding, uh, and she goes on the dumbwaiter and is going down to make sure Eli doesn't see her. Now we cut back to Owen and Claire, and they're, like, down in the count. They're just not feeling good about themselves. They're like, how did we let this happen? Claire's like, oh, we're going to die here, and blah, blah, blah. And Chris Pratt's basically just like, I'm not dying here. (laughs) And he notices that there's this other dinosaur next to him. That it's the hammerhead one. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. It looks it looks like one of those fourth gen Pokemon fossils. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he sees the dinosaur right there, and he knows how to how to contact it. Yep. So he starts whistling, and the dinosaur starts hitting the wall next to him. Finally, breaks it open. Well, but meanwhile, while this all this is happening, the evil rich mercenaries. <laughs> are bidding on the dinosaurs. Uh-oh. And they're, and they're spending millions of single millions on yeah. these dinosaurs. Well, no, the first one gets up to $10 million, Ooh, yeah. which sounds like a lot of money, but everyone yeah. just think about it for a second. How many millions of dollars were invested to make these dinosaurs in the first place? Like, hundreds of millions per dinosaur. Like, our, our American, like... Miss like jet like stealth jets cost billions of dollars. <laughs> Very clearly, these dinosaurs should cost a lot more money. So in total, they probably make I think it was a hundred twenty million. Well, that was halfway worth. through. They were about hundred thirty million dollars. Okay, so they're halfway through it. They make a hundred thirty million, hundred and thirty million dollars. The budget for Jurassic World Part Two was between a hundred seventy million and hundred eighty seven million. Mm-hmm. So the studio Universal could have actually just invested all that money in real dinosaurs <laughs> into making dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, which that's crazy though. They would put that dollar amount in there when it's not even the same amount of money as the movie. Why don't? Why doesn't this guy just get into the movie business? <laughs> <laughs> or they can just make a really realistic uh, Jurassic Park ride. True, they could just have an actual Jurassic Park ride with the dinosaurs, but just one, like not the whole world. so uh the rich people are betting are like raising money and they're like halfway through they've got 130 million dollars and i think at this point owen and claire get broken out and then the rich people are also bidding uh or not they're not bidding they're getting a sneak peek at a dinosaur they could be bidding on later and it's the indoraptor so it's like oh and so meanwhile we're still with it's, it's a weird cross-cutting, because, like, the timelines don't really match up. No. But basically, Owen and Claire have escaped from their cell because they had the... Hammerhead. The, the Pokemon <laughs> d- dinosaur smash through the front gate. Uh, it walks away. They escape from their bars, and they notice Macy's wandering around the halls. Yeah, they, like, literally bump into her, and she's, like, crying and stuff because, yeah, her grandpa just died, and, yeah. you know, her maid got fired. And she, they, like, and she runs back to the dummy elevator, dummy waiter or whatever... And, like, I don't know why it's, why the dumb waiter goes down to the secret evil lair. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that had to be in the mansion from the start. Oh, so yeah. So, 
unless it's a converted basement turned <laughs> evil lair, that shouldn't be going down that way. But basically she gets in, she's about to close the door on them, but then both Owen and Claire use their protagonist powers to convince her that they're the good guys. And so she's like, okay, I'll go with you guys. And now they're back at the whole black market yeah. Russian guys. They're like watching from above, and they see the, uh, the Indoraptor. And they're like, oh, this is an abomination. This is the Indominus Rex and Blue combined. Whoa. <laughs> and so now they're explaining how it works. Like, all right, you have this gun. And if you point a laser pointer at someone and press the neck, the wavelengths or whatever, it's going to trigger it to attack. So they use it on a guy and it tries to attack him. But he's behind bars, so it's okay. I will point this out because other people have online too. If you have a gun... And you're aiming it at someone. Mm-hmm. Do you need a dinosaur to attack, or can you just no, shoot him? You can just shoot because <laughs> if you've got the, the laser pointer, you got him in your sights. <laughs> like I guess it would be different if it was like, you know, you aim at a general direction and then it just goes and attacks the entire thing, kind of like mindlessly. Mm-hmm. But also, that's what automatic weapons are for. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, they have the whole demonstration, and then Chris Patch is like. We can't let this happen. And so he goes down and notices that the hammerhead Pokemon dinosaur is still running around. He's saying, hmm. And he sets the hammerhead Pokemon dinosaur down to where everyone's going. And the doors open, and the dinosaur just runs out and starts headbutting people. And the <laughs> shot that they do it is like this wide, where you see people like scattering and screaming, but you just see a couple people fly up into the <laughs> air. <laughs> It's like, ah, ah. <laughs> they should put the Wilhelm screaming. Oh really? ah. <laughs> but uh, then so, Owen like comes in, and all the security guards start fighting him. I didn't realize Owen had a hand-to-hand combat skills. Yeah, I feel like they mentioned he might be part of the army at one point. I mean, he was like, one. I think it was ex ex Navy or ex uh, military. Yeah, so eh, okay. I'll give it a pass, but still like. Eli is like, oh, get the Indoraptor away from here. And so one guy pulls the lever to make sure the Indoraptor goes back and is, like, not with people. And for whatever reason, Chris Pratt's like, no. And so he's beating up people, going to the lever to stop the Indoraptor from happening. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You can do that. But what's your plan? Are you going to kill it now? Like, he doesn't do anything. He he just just runs away. Well, he doesn't even just, like, stop it. He reverses it so it just goes back to the middle of the room again. And then everyone leaves. Everyone yep. leaves the main room. And, like, there's this, uh... They're all leaving. They're outside. There's literally people are still flying left and right. <laughs> and Eli has this moment where it, they give him a shot where it's like, hmm, what have I done? But he doesn't care. And so now we cut back, and it's uh, the army redneck guy. He, he comes in, and he's like, Eli, where are you? I want my bonus! And so he has this whole thing about collecting dinosaurs' teeth. And he sees the Indoraptor, and he's like, mmm, mum teeth. And so he what a tra- weird character trait also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he tranks the Indoraptor. The Indoraptor falls down, and he's like, mmm, He opens up the gate, goes in, tries to, like, pry a, te- a tooth out. But what happens, Sam? It's my favorite thing yes, that's ever yeah, happened. Yes. Uh, it's it's a, a low-down shot where you just see the face of the, of the Indoraptor, and he's pulling... And then you see, like, the Indoraptor's tail start waggling. And then uh, the, the army guy turns around, but it stops. And then you just see a tiny smile creep <laughs> on the Indoraptor's face. Like, it's a it, sh- it, it specifically smiled. Yeah, it's and a then it does shit-eating it, grin. It's like, nah. And then it does it again with the tail thing. 
And then he notices the tail, and it smiles even bigger and just chomps him, clamps down, just rips his arm off. Oh, man. And then just, like, tears him apart. But in the ensuing chaos, for the lack of, like, the better thing, the Trumpy-looking dude. Yeah, the dude really looks like Trump. And I don't know if they purposely did that or if that's by accident, but, like... He's a famous, like, a famous British actor. Yeah. Toby Jones, like, he's... But Toby Jones doesn't look like that regularly. He's got the same kind of face, but definitely not, like, the weird blonde hair and, like, kind of like the... Well, it's combed over, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got, like, really white teeth, uh, spray-on tan. Also, his suits don't really fit him either. Yeah. So maybe they just have bad, a uh, like costume designer. But it, it just felt like <laughs> the liberal Hollywood <laughs> really tried to <laughs> tried to stick it to people. Uh, but we see him, and he like darts across the room, sees the elevators open, and he runs in and sees uh, these all these people also in there, and he hits the button, and the elevator door closes as the Indoraptor pushes out of the cage and runs towards it, but it closes in time. But uh uh-oh, the tail of the Indoraptor hits the panel. Yep. You know how there are clapbacks? The Indoraptor has (laughs) slapbacks. It has a very slappy back. Yeah. And it opens the elevator, and sure enough, it eats Toby Jones, and I guess everyone else in the elevator. Yep. Cool. Good job, bro. Claire, Owen, and Macy are running out. They're about to go into this one door, and we hear Eli say, like, Stop! And he's, we turn, we see it's Eli with two of these army, army guys. And he's like, you can't take her. She's mine or whatever. Owen and Claire are just like weirdly like parenting her right now or being her parents where it's like, oh, no, you can't take her like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you don't know what she is. And they're like, what is I, she? I think she's a girl. <laughs> he's like, no, you don't realize Benjamin never had a granddaughter he just wanted his daughter back so bad. What do you think separated Hammond and Benjamin so much? And then it's like, dun, dun, dun. So in case you guys didn't get it, Macy's a clone of, of Benjamin's daughter. Yeah. And, like, that happens just, like, it's a quick, like, really quick explanation. And then there's not even a time to process because the Indoraptor comes in and eats two of the security guards. Yeah, so now Henry, or uh, Eli's like, oh, shit. And runs off, and Claire, Owen, and Macy go into the one room, and they're like, whoa, okay, we're, we're safe now. And now we cut to uh, Zia again, dealing with Blue, and B.B. Wong comes by, and he's like, I need all this stuff. I need Blue to be safe. We need to get, he needs to, he needs to be pure. And Zia is just like, well, I mixed it with dino blood, so he's not pure anymore. And then B.B. Wong's like, say it, what? <laughs> no, how could you? And so now uh, Franklin's there disguised too, and he's like, sees his moment to <laughs> drug BB Wong with uh, other tranquilizers. Which, again, guys, these tranquilizers are for like elephants. Yeah, humans this, cannot take this. This is gonna kill him. But then they just the two of them just look at each other like, okay, and they just release Blue. So now Blue is fighting them all. These guards, the guards accidentally shoot some gas or H two shit, and Zia. And Franklin realized, like, oh, no, like, everything's going to shit now, or whatever. Well, it's basically, like, the whole, like, room that they're just in is, like, filled with hydrogen cyanide. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird combination of elements, but that's okay. <laughs> and, yeah, the room's just, like, filling up. But at the same time, Claire Owen and, uh, and Macy are, are running through the house with the Indominus. Yeah. It, it catches up with them, and we kind of have, like, a long chase scene throughout the house and, like, these tiny hallways. 
Yeah, it's the Indoraptors like sort of fucking with them at certain times. Yeah, uh, they turn off the lights, but Franklin and Zia turn back on the lights. It attacks them, and it has this really brutal scene where one of the Indoraptors nails goes into Claire's leg. Yeah, it's. it's and it's so it's easy too. It's just like boop boop. It's, it's as close to R rated as you probably get in this movie. Yeah, honestly. Like, even with the head ripping stuff, you don't really see a whole lot. No. But it just like the claw just goes in. And so now they're running away again. They got it's okay. They're alive. Because yeah. Maisie runs away, she's able to escape. But the Indoraptor hears her scream, so it starts running after her. And then Owen's like, "I gotta get you out of here, Claire." And she's like, "No, you can't." Mwah, and they kiss. And yeah. Then, <laughs> And, oh, right, there was supposed to be that happening this whole time. And then Owen leaves her to go try and rescue Maisie. He grabs a gun and runs off and tries to, like, or no, so she, it's such a weird, like, sequence of things. Mm-hmm. Basically, Maisie runs back up to her room and hides under her covers. Yeah, and it's like, yo, this thing's been tracking you. You mm-hmm. think it won't be able to, like, find you under the covers? Like, it's not an actual, like, monster. Guess what? It finds her. It gets into her bedroom and just, like, slowly, like, creeps up to her as she's, like, under the bed. It's so funny because the Indoraptor is literally fucking around with her. Yeah. And it's it's weird that the Indoraptor has a personality, you know, because he was fucking around yes. with the redneck guy and now I, he's fucking around with Macy. Because I really wish the Indoraptor had more of a personality. Yeah. He should really talk, you know? Yeah. There should be, like, you know how in uh, Planet of the Apes, there at one point where Caesar in the first one is just like, no, it's like, what? Sith, what? <laughs> also, one of the best moments in, in movie history right there. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, she, he's about to eat, uh, Maisie, but then Owen shows up, starts shooting it at the Indoraptor, and they have a little fight, but then, who shows up? Uh-oh. But who shows up? Blue! He can't, well, okay, let's go back. So, Chris Pratt was shooting the Indoraptor, mm-hmm. and he has the gun that, like, has a laser and sound next to it, uh-huh. but instead of using that, he decides to throw it on the ground and just be scared of the Indoraptor. We just to shoot, like, the normal bullets at Yeah. And instead, when the Indoraptor, like, comes up to him, he's, like, so scared, he's like, ooh, and just drops the gun. <laughs> Which, come on, you have, you can, you can see the laser on the side of it. Like, it's, it's not one of those things where we're, like, mistaken, like, the gun has the laser on it. Yeah, so now, Blue came in, saved the day, Macy takes Chris Pratt, and they go onto the roof, where it's like, it'll be fine here, and it's not. <laughs> no, but they, they keep getting chased by the Indoraptor and Blue. And at some point, they kind of get over top of, like, this museum-type thing, because that's where they were hiding for a little bit. And it's all, like, a glass enclosure on top, so it's very unstable. So as Chris Pratt and Macy get to the edge, the Indoraptor steps up, but its claw breaks through the glass. So it the glass can't handle the weight of the Indoraptor. No, it's too fat, man. But <laughs> So then, uh, they're just standing there. It's kind of a face-off. And Bryce Dallas Howard just shows up and just screams, Hey! It's got, she has a pipe and it's banging. She's like, hey, <laughs> and then the Indoraptor's like, okay, yeah, I'll pay attention to you. And so she has the gun. Chris Pratt gets up and she just points the gun at Chris Pratt and has the laser dart on it too. <laughs> she points the laser and then ignites the sound wave and the Indoraptor just like mindlessly jumps and breaks the glass Still holds on just yep. enough. He's been doing those pull-ups, man. He's been in he really dinosaur does. jail. That's all he does all day. <laughs> and so he pulls himself up and looks back at him, and they're like, Rrr. and then who pops up? Blue pops up. Oh, and snap. just jumps just on the Indoraptor and, like, like push. Like, it, Blue's really small compared to the Indoraptor, but still pushes the Indoraptor off and falls 
perfectly stabbed through Triceratops horns, and the Indoraptor just, like, gets impaled and dies. Yep. Blue releases this awesome roar where it's like... Uh, And they they all get back down to the museum part. They're all like, oh, that's super cool. Franklin and uh, Zia are like, hey, we need to show you guys something. Come down here quickly. So they all get down to the main area where all the dinosaurs are. But the hydrogen cyanide has already, like, basically contaminated the whole place. So Claire walks up, sees that she can release all of the animals from the... Or the dinosaurs from their cells. So she does. And then there's one big red button that will open the main doors. Mm-hmm. And she'll be able to release them into the wild. And she she sits, stands there for a second. She's like, it, it's, so, it's so wrong we created them. You know, we... They deserve to have a chance at life. Chris Pratt's like, you do whatever you feel is right. This is up to you. And she's about to push the button. But she says, no deal, and closes the glass over the the button. (laughs) Well, because Chris Pratt the whole time is definitely still like, yeah, if if you do this, you can't go back from it. Mm -hmm. And he's definitely hinting like, this is a stupid idea. You shouldn't do it. And so Claire's like, yeah, no deal, not doing it. And she's just like, is crying, watching these dinosaurs die. But what happens? The door's open. The door's open. And they're like, Seth, what? And turn, and it's Macy. And she looks at them in this close-up and just says, They're alive. Like me. I had to do it. And it has, like, emotional swelling music underneath, and it's like... Which would be considered to be emotional if we'd had any stronger moments with this clone girl. And... If the idea of releasing these dinosaurs didn't also kill thousands of people, because you could have just left them there, and you'd have 12 dead dinosaurs rather than countless dead people, or and other animals, like, around the world. Like, this fucks up the entire ecosystem. Yeah, it is a Jurassic world. Oh, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, and the, so... Well, the, the dinosaurs are released, and... Uh, Eli is, like, trying to walk into his Toyota Corolla. I don't actually know what it is. But he's trying to get into that holding the Indominus Rex tooth. But they hear something, a little rumbling in the distance. Uh Uh-oh. And it's the dinosaurs, and they start running, trampling, coming all the way through. One of the henchmen is, two of them are watching. They're like, whoa. And a pterodactyl comes by and picks one of the guards up. And he's like, oh. So the other guard doesn't leave after that. He's still waiting, like, hmm, I wonder what that rumbling is. <laughs> and then he gets trampled by other dinosaurs. Like, yeah. all right, this is like Darwinism, survival at the fittest type Yeah, you thing. guys didn't really deserve to live. <laughs> yeah. But then Eli hides under his car. Which is another stupid idea. But somehow, all the dinosaurs trampling, nothing happens, it's okay. The car doesn't crush him or anything. He steps out, holding the Indominus Rex tooth, and he's like, okay... Everything's and then the T Rex comes in and just crushes him. Yeah, just, just eats nabs him. him. So he's dead, <laughs> or maybe he's alive in the in- injustice system. You know, and yeah, true could be just if he didn't 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 uh, chew too hard. <laughs> and so now, yes, the dinosaurs are released in the real world. And then we like kind of cut back to Doctor Ian Malcolm. He's doing a little Senate hearing, and he's like, "Oh, um, life always finds a way." This is. All that was happening, this was inevitable from the moment Dr. Hammond decided he was going to recreate dinosaurs. And we have footage intercut with people, like, interacting with dinosaurs. Like, now the Mosasaurus is now, like, hunting surfers. <laughs> uh, all of them are just kind of wandering places. Owen, Claire, and Macy are in a car together. They're all driving, and they see some pterodactyls off the coastline. Reminiscent of Jurassic Park's final shot, but don't deserve it. And Dr. Ian Malcolm's like, it's just, uh, we're here to say 
Welcome to Jurassic World. <laughs> and then we cut to Blue, who's kind of in the desert, and just like hopping around, like boop, 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 and looks, Blue looks over kind of like a cityscape. And Blue does <laughs> one of her trademark... <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Yep, that's the end of the movie. You know how Jurassic World ended with the huge T-Rex scream and like be like, I claim Jurassic World for my own? Blue's like, I claim this tiny Arizona town for my own. <laughs> <laughs> the suburbs of this Arizona town. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, yep. that's Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Having gone through all that, how do you feel? Oh, man, there's a lot to tackle. I didn't even sort of get to skim over some of the problems I had with it just by trying to summarize it fast. And Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mess of a movie. Watching this, it was just sort of like, a drag. I mean, it was just like, why are you doing that? That was stupid. Like, characters aren't smart in it, and that's no. probably the biggest problem because the uh, basic idea on paper just, all right, we're going to save the dinosaurs, then we're going to be in a haunted mansion or like a mansion. <laughs> haunted mansion well, would be a cool idea too. The whole well, the title of the movie is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The kingdom falls about halfway through. Yeah. So, like, your entire the entire point of your movie is over halfway through, and then you go to the to the mansion part, which is very clearly just trying to set up what they wanted to do in the first place, which is release dinosaurs into the real world. Yeah, it's it's a mess of a movie, like because there's there's still redeeming parts of Fallen or not Fallen Kingdom, Lost World, and Jurassic Park three. Mm-hmm. Like there's still fun stuff to be had, but this one just was like the fun is just so drowned out by the stupid. Yeah, like there's no iconic scene I can think from this, you know. Like, well, they have. I would. I would say that there are no iconic scenes. There are like things that I would think are iconic shots, but mm-hmm. because they're in such a bad movie, like they're not going to stand the test of time. Like, there's the one shot where it's in Macy's bedroom, where it's the shadow of the horse. Uh huh. Like, there's a rocking horse, and you see the shadow of it, and out of the shadow of the horse, like the perfect like in- Indoraptor shows up and like re- like rears its teeth. That's a really really cool like iconic moment that we're just never going to remember because this movie just used it in such a forgettable way. Well, even with, like, Lost World, I can be like, all right, the scene where the two T-Rexes are running around, like, that's cool, and I would yeah. rewatch that. Like or the gymnastic dinosaur, like, yeah. beating, beating up raptors with gymnastics. <laughs> like, that's that's something. In Jurassic Park 3, there's, like... Alan. There's Alan. But there's also, like, you know, the birdcage scene where there's, like, right. the pterodactyl, like, on the bridge with them. And then the Spinosaurus in the water, like, that was cool. Yeah. And... And then obviously Jurassic World has a lot of cool stuff, like the, mm-hmm. the triple fight with like the Indominus Rex, the T-Rex oh, Blue, so and the Mosasaurus. So like, badass. It, it's so stupid, it makes no sense, but it's so cool. Yep. It's, um, it's awesome. Because I think Jurassic World 1, like the parts that were stupid, were made up for in awesome stuff, like things that are super cool. Yeah. This doesn't have any awesome to like drown out stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah, all right. Well, should we just jump into surgery? Anything else you want to talk about? No, nah, let's jump into surgery. Let's get it going. All right. So what is something you would want to change about it? Uh, obviously, we're either going to follow the Fallen Kingdom story or we're going to follow the Haunted House story. Yep. Yeah, let's let's just talk about let's talk about that right now. I really do think just end it right after the I said stegosaurus, it's a bronchiosaurus, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Dinosaurs are hard, man. Yeah. We're, we're not we're not paleontologists. <laughs> end it there. Like that's a really downer note and it's sort of like, well, what's going to happen now? And when Claire gets back onto the states or whatever, we find out like, wait, yeah, there's no the what do you mean an amnesty island? There's no island there. And she'll be like, what do you mean? Like, what, what, where are they going? They'll be like, they're going to 
this house, they're, like, being sold off or something. Yeah. And then, or maybe it, they are just having a park in the fucking States. Like, that's fine. You don't need to cover that in this movie. Like, it's... Because the whole point is that the island, like, Jurassic Park, the mm-hmm. iconic thing from, like, cinema history, is being destroyed by a volcano. Yeah. Like, that should be your big moment. That shouldn't be your midpoint, like... Oh darn! Dark Knight of the Soul, like that. That is your finale. That's like where you watch the island burn and all the dinosaurs that they tried to save in the past four movies, like interact with, are all dead except for twelve. Like that's a, that's a huge thing. I think so. If we're gonna spend more time on the island, what would you want to happen or see? I would want Owen and Claire to have personalities. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. It's and it has nothing to do with the action because like the action's really good. It really is just developing character. Because the whole, you don't care about any of the action if you don't care about the people. So I would probably take out either Franklin or Zia. Uh, can we take them both out? I think I like having at least one because I like, I like the fresh eyes, like the people seeing yeah. the dinosaurs for the first time. But yeah. also, I, it would also be great if Zia maybe was like a normal vet. And so when she has to operate on a dinosaur. Yeah. like So I think keep, keep Zia. She's a vet but also knows how to do computer stuff. So that way you can keep Franklin's uh, necessity. I think if you make her a vet, too, then her being like, oh, I never thought I'd see a dinosaur. Then it's like, oh, that's, like, pretty heartwarming and not yeah. stupid. <laughs> and she can have, like, she can either fake knowing that she knows how to fix dinosaurs with mm-hmm. the redneck guy. Like, oh, yeah, I'm the only one that can save it. I studied dinosaurs or whatever. And then the next scene, she's like, all right, I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, I'm assuming this is a vein. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a vein. And, like, blood squirts on Franklin. Or, yeah, well, or, then... I just hate Franklin. But if then you could have, like, kind of Owen and Claire, like, combine their knowledge, uh-huh. be like, no, 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 this is how, like, the, you know, the nervous system of the dinosaur, because I assume Claire, in her studies, had to have figured out how dinosaurs work. I hope so. And then Owen, obviously, knows, like, the nature of dinosaurs, so the three of them could combine, let their powers combine to, like, heal dinosaurs. Yeah. So what would you want to happen on the island, though? Like, is there anything, like, a scene you would want to make or besides personalities? I, I think if, if the volcano is not erupting imminently, but they have, like, a little bit of warning. Because mm-hmm. I think volcano eruptions, you get, like, a few hours usually. Yeah. But this is also a fake kind of future, so we can give them some time. <laughs> I say, like, let the volcano erupt in 48 hours. Okay. Put a time on it. Uh, put a time on it. The main problem that I have, though, with the beginning is that Claire and Owen should just still be together. Or, if they're not together, address the fact that they were never meant to be together. And, like, they're very clearly mismatched and they were only together because of the the heat of the moment. No, I just start with them together, I would say. What, what's yeah. the point? Why are we wasting time with, like, oh, the will they, won't they? It's like, no, I'm here to see dinosaurs eat people. Yeah. Come on, so, guys. And if they're together, their relationship is stronger. And then I would want to see... It's a, it's a very cliché classic thing, but I'd want to see a campfire scene with Owen, Claire, and Zia slash Franklin, and just all of them together, and, like, especially Zia being like, wow, I, like, I got to operate on Dinosaur today, that's super cool, like, let her, like, sink in that moment, Yeah. and then Claire and Owen, like, really actually discussing more than just, like, a bar conversation the the ethics of, like, what, like, why they're rescuing these dinosaurs off this island, because they're very clearly doing it with this billionaire yeah. who's going to sell these dinosaurs to the highest bidder. So maybe you put more of a story with the three of them to try and, like, rescue the dinosaurs and then mutiny the boat so that they take over and, like, you know, uh, the dinosaurs don't have to go 
to the mansion, which mm-hmm. they still, they'll fail in the end and then the dancers will go to the mansion, but at least it gives them more to do right? rather than just like objects of the plot. I think we have an interesting idea where it's now not just dinosaurs versus man, it's dinosaurs, man versus mother nature. Mm-hmm. So like there's an interesting way you could have like the elements also be affecting stuff. Like maybe they are getting attacked by one of the T-Rexes or another carnivore and just like a fucking, they get saved by a lava glock just hitting it. <laughs> like, boom. Like, I mean, that would be cool. Well, that could also be part of it where it's like, oh no, the volcano's erupting faster than we thought. And then that, then your clock gets cut in half, but you still get some time. Yeah. No, there's some time to breathe. Like, we're here to see the pretty, like, Hawaiian sunrises and yeah. shit. Like, enjoy it. Make it more like how it's sort of a disaster happening in a great paradise-ish yeah. thing. Because that could be even, like, one of the moments where, you know, like, they wake up, see the sunrise, and it's like, you know, how could it be such a beautiful day when, like, death is imminent or something? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the PG-13 Hollywood version <laughs> of that. Because when I say, like, they talk about, you know, the ramifications of, like, cloning things and saving people. Mm-hmm. I mean the Hollywood version where they're not going to like, not going to go into like fight club detail, like the darkness of it. Give them some stuff to do. Yeah. I think the whole theme of the movie should have like some parallels to Noah's Ark too. Mm-hmm. Cause like, all right, we're trying to save the animals, save two of everything or whatever. But you can't like save everyone. No. Well, but like there's an idea for you, yeah. you know, build up on that. Like what did Noah have to do? I guess Noah built the boat yeah. technically. Well, Noah built the Ark and God sent the animals over. Yeah. But, like, you know, not every person survived and not every uh, animal survived. So if you want to, like, do some kind of allegory with that, I'm sure there's there's a way to do that. There could be a fun boat attack scene where, like, all the animals do show up to the boat and just attack and they're, like, trying to tranquilize them or whatever. An idea I just had when we're talking here. So they have Blue. She still gets shot or whatever. And so now Zia is working on it and she's like, oh, my God. Owen, Chris Pratt is like, what? And she's like, Owen. Blue's pregnant. <laughs> and so Chris Pratt is holding Blue's hand the whole time. He's like, come on, Blue, you can do it. Just yeah. push. Not that bad, but like where... It actually uh, would be good to do that, though, because they say that Blue's the last raptor. Yeah. We and need she, more raptors. And if she gets shot, it's definitely more like, oh, my God. Yeah. Let's say Blue gives birth, but then dies after that. Oh. Ooh. Too much? Oh, that's that's rough, but I'm I, th- I might be cool with it. Uh-huh. Because if she gives birth to, like, triplets, then, like, you know... Oh, yeah. Chris Pratt's, like, starting over, like, all right, you guys, you know, you're not replacing Blue. You're going to be... Because I think it was Alpha, Blue, Charlie, Delta, Echo. I so, think were the original. So then it would be Foxtrot. What's G? I have no idea. I don't know. I know Hotel is H, but maybe we'll just find different names. Maybe that's where you get F. Franklin. You name one of the, one of the dinosaurs Franklin. <laughs> no, I think you name them Navy Blue, Cabinet Blue, Turquoise... <laughs> You just name it different shades of blues. Yeah. Just one turquoise, one cerulean, uh, then aquamarine. Yeah. Violet, maybe. Give different color names. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> but yeah, because then, I don't know, at least like something I feel like people wouldn't have thought about or anything. And it's like, oh, we lost blue, but now we have these guys coming along. Yeah, because if you also want to have more stakes in the movie, like... None of the characters we actually care about, like, die. Like, Blue even lives. Yeah. And then, like, Chris Pratt has the babies or whatever, and he gets to the States, and the billionaire's like, give me your babies. And he's like, not my babies. And they rip them out of his arms. And And then that sets up the next movie for rescuing all the dinosaurs, but especially the baby raptors. Yeah. Like, when when Blue's giving birth, he's holding her hand, and she's like, don't worry, Blue, I'm going to take care of these babies. And that's where we get Blue talking for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, Owen. And he's like, 
I'll be right here. Just the heart with it, a little claw. Yeah, talking, talking raptors. I think it should yeah. be his thing. Because hey, they mentioned that blue is the second smartest animal on this earth. I don't think they ever say the first thing. I assume it's dolphins or whatever. Like I assumed it was Stephen Hawking. So <laughs> pour one out. <laughs> so now blue's the smartest. Yep. No, I, I I like doing stuff like that. Like really, just build on that first half. Okay. And right. I'm sure there could be another action sequence, especially if you keep, like, the mercenary who's, like, leading them around the island, like, we've got to capture these dinosaurs, and then they decide which ones are not important. Mm-hmm. So the mercenary's like, no, we can kill these, like, tiny, like, you know, vomit spray ones. Use it as, like, bait to get the bigger ones. Yeah, and but then Chris Pratt, like, would fight with them and be like, no, you can't kill them, and, you know, either he wins or loses. He, he's like, I have this good friend named uh, Steve Rogers. He's like, one life is not above any other life, you know? And look how well that worked out for Steve. <laughs> what do you think of trying to add Ian Malcolm a bit more for what we're saying right now, but also in general for the movie itself? So do you want him on the island or do you want him to cut to cut back to him at like the Senate hearing? I want him on the island. But again, it's sort of like, how do you get Ugh. this guy who's been on the island two times now? Yeah. And he's all still preaching like, this is stupid. This is stupid. Because, yeah, because he would go to the island only to tell them to leave the island. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't be doing this. We should let them die. Like, this wasn't meant to be. Because I want... He was, like, hyped about being in this movie for a bit, and we all worried that it was just going to be one scene, and it's not even a scene. You know, the background characters get more screen time yeah. than him. The redneck mercenary, who I don't remember his name, has more screen time than him. Absolutely. Because he only has, like, two scenes. He's got the first Senate scene, and he's got the last one. Yeah, and he's saying the same stuff. I don't know what how we bring him back, but maybe there's buried treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it would be good to have him as a returning character, mm-hmm. or Sam Neill, have his doctor come back. But he's. I think Sam Neill's also said, yeah, I'm not coming back for these movies. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we can connect this to Lost World, where his kid is now. His kid is Zia. Let's just say oh, that. that. So would now, be interesting because and it would also age her up a bit. So that yeah. like, because yeah, that was ninety seven. So that's twenty years later. So she'd be mid thirties. Yeah, point. she could do it. And maybe it would be a hard thing to be like, I care about these animals that tried to eat me when I was like twelve. So yeah, but that that could have just been her thing. Is that like she she maybe thought if she became well, that's why she's a normal vet. So she's just a regular veterinarian. And then they brought her to the island to be like, all right, there are no dinosaur vets, but you've seen these dinosaurs before. You've interacted with them. Yeah. So do your best. And we'll give you a ton of cash. Yeah. So maybe she's like in student debt for being in veterinary school so much. And now Jeff Goldblum's like, all right, I'm not, I'm not leaving you alone. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to go check you out in here. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's just a cool William Shatner. Yeah, his, pretty much. Voice. Okay. I like that. If we're going to put him in, I like it doing it that way. Yeah, me too. Well, cause we're connecting it back to the originals, you know? There's some way to do it. Yeah. And I'm sure you could also bring back, if we want to take out Jeff Goldblum and now it's Sadler, what's the actor's oh, name? Uh, Lauren Dern. Yeah, it's Lauren Dern. So it's like, yeah. oh, we brought Lauren Dern and her kid from the third one who was running around like dinosaurs, dinosaurs is the Zia or Franklin character now. Yeah. So... Figured out one way or the other. Because I, I could see Laura Dern coming back. Like, her son hasn't been traumatized like she anyone else. has nothing to do in Jurassic Park 3, so I'm sure she'd be excited to come back for that. Yeah, as an actress, she would be. But, like, um, the character would definitely be still hesitant. Yeah. And she'd be like, man, my two friends both did this and it didn't work out. But I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's my turn to come back. Okay, yeah, I like that part of it all. Okay, so we're going to say Owen and Claire are still together, just... 
yeah. going back on the other thing. We talked about the vet no, for do, Zia. Do mm-hmm. Owen and Claire, do they separately have to be convinced to come back to the island, or are they convinced together to do it? I think they're fine doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it's They're like the PETA people, where it's like, oh, we got to save it. Maybe Owen's still a little more like, hey, man, like they tried to eat me. Because mm-hmm. like it is weird that Claire cares so much about these dinosaurs. Yeah. But I guess they're not all trying to eat her. Maybe she's trying to like really make up for lost ground yeah. <laughs> when, she, uh, when she really just fucked over everybody. Yeah, one part or like one specific scene I'm thinking of is when Owen and Claire are trapped in the prison. I talked to you about this earlier. And so I want the dinosaur hammerhead Pokemon thing to slam into the wall. It opens up and then it's like going to run and try and hit the bars. But now it's too tired. So it hits the bars and just falls down and passes out. So they're like, oh, damn it. And now we see Macy come by, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, like, who are you guys? And they sort of have the conversation they have after they got out of prison. Well, I feel like this brings up a whole new thing, though, because now we're in the haunted house aspect of, or the mansion aspect of the movie. Uh-huh. So how much of the mansion are we keeping in this movie? Oh, I was just jumping. Just an extra thing. I, yeah, this is like, is there other stuff you would talk, want to talk about? With the first part, no. Yeah, okay. So I want, if, now I would like, like to introduce the idea, what if instead of doing Fallen Kingdom... Uh-huh. We do Jurassic Mansion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's dead. <laughs> dead dinosaurs haunting a mansion. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's the same thing, but basically, if we have to pick one of the movies, and in this hypothetical scenario, there is no Fallen Kingdom part, it's just Jurassic Mansion, mm-hmm. we just start the movie with them going to this mansion being like, we heard you guys stole these dinosaurs off the island, and then it's just, it's just the same movie, basically. Uh, like, that way, because like, I just I I think there's just no point to the Jurassic Mansion except for it being a new locale. Yeah, like doing something new with the franchise. That's the literally the only difference is I'd be like, oh, we're at a mansion now. But I mean, these movies are Jurassic Park for a reason. Yeah. Like if I was like, oh, let's go see Jurassic Mansion, that literally sounds like a parody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess yeah, we could do this as the movie right after Jurassic or after Fallen Kingdom. I think it should just be Jurassic World and everyone's running around in the suburbs and beach area. Like, that's such a cool idea. Yeah. A White House. <laughs> hey, we've already Blue got... for president. <laughs> well, the uh, if, if we did end it with uh, them stealing the dinosaurs and taking them to the mansion, like, Fallen Kingdom's over, and it's like, what do we do now? Do you think the mansion aspect should just be the first act of the next movie? And then it becomes Jurassic World after that? Like, the inciting incident is the release of the dinosaurs? Yeah, I think that works. First 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I think that's... Because I feel like that, that like, puts you straight into the action. And you can still get Macy and do the whole thing where it's like, this girl's, like, a clone, like... Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know any other way you would, like, release the dinosaurs into the real world. They just escape like that. They didn't realize what they were playing with. They thought they could handle it, and no, they're yeah. they're animals. You know, they keep making smarter and smarter animals. Like, yeah, if you're you're gonna make it smart enough to escape, it's not gonna want to be in a cage. Yeah, or maybe you have a crazy scientist who's just like they need to be free. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the scientist scientist we'll just say it's Henry Wu BB yeah, Wong so maybe he's like hmm I need to make many so I'm gonna put a virus in these dinosaurs and then I'm gonna spread the dinosaurs out and so now they're gonna be like interacting with people and like you know killing people but they'll spread this disease that I'm the only one that has the cure for and so so Mission Impossible 2 
Yeah, but with dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> he was just watching Mission Impossible. He's like, you know what? That's that's not the worst idea. I, I think this guy's got a thick of here. Uh, and then he rips off his mask. <laughs> and it's blue the whole time. <laughs> and then he goes, Alan. <laughs> Boom, we got good references here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we could probably leave this movie alone. I think we'd leave Jurassic Mansion and Jurassic World 3 alone right now. Yeah. Because we're really just fixing Fallen Kingdom. I I thought it'd be cool to try and see what Jurassic Mansion would look like, but it really doesn't look that good. No. It's a cool idea, but there's nothing to work with there. Yeah, exactly. I think third movie, first 20 minutes, that's exactly what you do. Yeah. Is just have them escape and not have the <laughs> Mission Impossible 2 thing happen. But, <laughs> but then, but then, yeah, the, the dinosaurs just get out into the world. And then yeah. it's just literally Jurassic World. That's the title. Jurassic World, colon, literally Jurassic World. <laughs> so now we've finished the first part of what we were saying of this actual movie. Now, let's, do you want to talk more about the mansion? What would you want to see in the mansion, in the movie if, that we have? If if we were going to fix stuff in the mansion, I think the thing you brought up is a really good idea of having Macy be the one to free them. Yeah. Because it becomes her choice, and she is, like, trapped in this, you know, world that she doesn't really understand. Yeah, because she also has no reason to trust Owen and Claire in the movie, because it's like, oh, these two random people, like, why should Macy trust them? Because she hasn't seen them do anything good. Where she comes in, sees that they're in the jail cell, they're like, okay, well, clearly they're not getting along with my uncle Eli guy, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to let you free and you can help me out. I like that. I mean, I think make the dinosaurs cost more money. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And very explicitly state, like, give me three people who are at this auction, Mm because we see the Russian guy who's clearly going to use it for a weapon. But then show me two other, like, rich people who are going to use things for different reasons, even if it's just a moment. Mm-hmm. So, like, show me, you know, the Jeff Bezos guy who's just a really rich guy who wants to just have a dinosaur and then figure out a way to, like, you know, market and sell it and, like, do something, you know, in a, in a more consumer way. Uh-huh. And then get me the third person who's, like, a, who's an eccentric artist or whatever who just wants to have a dinosaur just to have. We get the Nicolas Cage of... <laughs> <laughs> but it is just Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I, I would actually be so... Da- I mean, if we're going to change this tone and stuff where it is a little more goofy, like, Nicolas Cage totally would do that. Yeah, so have Nicolas Cage show up and be like... Hello, I want to buy a dinosaur. Oh, what are you going to do with it, Nicolas Cage? He's just going to be my friend (laughs) and just wander around my mansion and my backyard. People will come and be like, what is this? And I'll say, a work of art. (laughs) Okay, I do like that idea, though, of like the... uh... Because it... it it's kind of annoying just always seeing, like, these are weapons. Like, mm-hmm. people would use dinosaurs for so many reasons. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, that would be cool. I, I do I do really like that idea. Um, one other thing I want to tackle with the mansion stuff. Instead of Macy actually pushing the button and letting everything go, I think it should just be that hammerhead dinosaur guy mm-hmm. who just rams into, like, the security panel and then it opens up the doors because then you have the theme of, oh, life, life finds, finds a way. way. Yeah, because yeah. all Claire has to do is let them out of their cages and then say, all right, if you guys can make can escape, you deserve to live. Well, not even that, because maybe she is just like, I want to save them, then thinks about it. And so, like, yes, she did cause them to get out of the cages, but, you know, life decided that they were going to survive. Yeah. And now we don't hate Macy because Macy isn't bringing the end of the world or, like, you know, I fucking killing people. Having Macy as a, as a human clone... Like, that's such 
deep stuff. Like the if the, if we're gonna fix anything, give me four more scenes with Macy. Yeah. I don't know what happens, but just give me more time with her. Like figure something out. Maybe even more with Owen and Claire, where she's like, I don't know who I am. Like it's like, oh, do you suffer from like amnesia? It's like no, it just it feels like just kind of one day I just woke up in my bedroom and that's just what happened. It's like oh, what's that? Yeah, no, it's not bad. And then, have a better reveal than just Eli screaming at her, you're a clone! <laughs> That's such shitty exposition. A lot of people wanted Macy to be um, a clone of the girl from the first one, Lex. Oh, the girl. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so what do you think about that? Because then at least we're connecting again to the previous franchises. Ooh, but why? I'm trying to think of, like, maybe Lex's husband because well, I think that, but I think even her brother could be the Eli character. Oh, okay, I like, like that. What if you What if you bring him back and like he was like super jazzed about dinosaurs and then just got so obsessed with it mm-hmm. that like when Jurassic all the Jurassic Park stuff shut down, he was like one of the main benefactors of Jurassic World in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then when that shut down, he's like, you know what? I I lost twice. I'm just gonna come get these dinosaurs and I'm gonna be the one to figure out what to do with them. Like he's super jaded at this point. Okay, and also a lot of PTSD from dinosaurs. So that, I don't know, there was some kind of, like, obsession that he had, and he he did end up making a dinosaur, but it killed Lex. Ooh, I like that, yeah. And so his mistake is, he's like, oh no, but I can use the same tech, which is obviously the thing you're supposed to do, is use the same technology to to fix your mistake, because Mm -hmm. that's how you make mistakes. Yeah, 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 I do like that a lot more. It would be a little annoying to bring back too many people from the original, but... Yeah. The movie means something if you have characters that already have a story. Yeah, that we know yeah. and everything. Because if you're going to do the same thing, at least there's some ground built for it. And I think... I don't know if these kids are still acting. I'm going to look them up. Okay. I, I do like it being Lex more than Macy, though, because... Mm-hmm. Like what we were saying, it is just connects it back. It's so shoehorned in with Macy's scenes where it's just like, oh, okay, she's scaring the maid. Oh, okay, she's talking to her grandpa who's hinting at this book. And then when we get the reveal of, oh, Macy looks like her mom, it's like, yeah, I guess I guess she does. <laughs> yeah. Like it's uh, it's a bit too forced. And then if we had that character um, from the little brother from the first one, we just take out the old guy, take out Eli. He's Eli's character now. Like we don't need the old wise guy being there. Okay, so uh, the the boy actually is still acting. His most recent thing was Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, good for I him. I think he was one of the members members of Queen. Oh, cool. And the uh, the girl isn't. She's just the last thing she did was like a sequel to Tremors. So I think she wow. she mostly took the kind of like all right, I'll do the cameo paycheck kind of thing. So therefore, we could just have a clone. Yeah. Of her. And have the the boy come back. His name's Tim. Have Tim come back and be like kind of the aide to uh, Benjamin. And then that's where everything comes from. He's like, I was using Benjamin this whole time because he's got Hammond's technology, all that stuff. Okay, so you do want to keep Benjamin in? I think I, he's just rich enough where you can. You think do he's that. just rich enough on his own? I mean, I why know. why are we bogging it down with more characters? If we're gonna kill him, I, I don't guess, know. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I guess we could just make Tim rich. He <laughs> he sued Jurassic Park <laughs> and he just got all that money. And then he can still like idolize his grandpa, you know, where mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, like he always would say this or that, and after the park failed, like he just never was the same or something like that. Yeah. So, hmm. is there anything else you want to tackle? Not specifically. I think that's the best we could do with the mansion aspect of everything. Well, what do you think about Henry Wu, B.B. Wong? Like, can we make his role bigger? Um, Say, we're taking out Tim again. We're taking out Eli. Instead of Eli, it's Henry Wu. So he's the main guy focusing all on this. 
Because maybe now he calls Claire in the first beginning scene. He's like, Claire, I just want to save my... I made these things, you know? Like, it... I am their god, and I just want them to roam free or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then Claire's just like, all right, I, I think you've changed your leaf. And then at the end, it's like, ha nope, I'm still evil. <laughs> still evil. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, no, that's actually pretty good. And it would have residents to have it be B.D. Wong, because, like, he's, like, he, he created them in the first place. Yeah, and, and then like, I think we get a cooler Noah's Ark vibe for the whole thing. He's mm-hmm. like, I created them, and uh, I've god. created this boat for you, and shit like that. I like that, too. So it depends. I guess if, if we're going to keep the clone part, make it Tim. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to take away the clone part, make it BD Wong. Yep. No, I agree with that. We don't need multiple villains here or anything. BB Wong, make him the overarching villain of this franchise. It's just a weird thing that Hollywood movies now just have forgotten the idea that if you put in less characters, you're also, you can have more time to develop them. And the plot still moves forward at the exact same pace. Right. You just are not convoluting it with a bunch of people who you don't have to worry about as much. And yeah. it costs less money. Not disagreeing. But who knows? Maybe I'm not part of the business, <laughs> so I can't say for sure. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you'd want to, uh, no. to tackle? I'm good. Are you? Yeah, I'm good on this, too. There's a few things I wanted to talk about, but I, I'm burned out on this movie now. Yeah, I know and I feel. It's just, it's just not good, and... Uh, it definitely. I I hope if they do do uh, Jurassic World three, that they really they try and turn it around and actually like work on the themes that they've been setting up. Yeah. Because the first one is have we gone too far with you know technology? Oh yes, we have. Second one is our own creations, our own like monsters, and you know nature will always <laughs> win out in the end. I hope three like does something with those. Yeah, no, I agree. They they are definitely going to make it. Which is Trevorrow on that one? Yeah, I think he's directing, if I remember correctly. Uh, let me. Which I, I feel th- bad for because like it, uh, Jay Bayona tried so hard to make this movie good. He worked so hard on this. Like, have you did you ever hear any interviews with him while he was making this? No, I do it, not. He, he had su- it, at least it sounded like he had such passion for the ideas uh-huh. and like the themes behind like animal rights. And, like, really, like, caring about these things that, you know, seem like monsters, but they just want to live like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And he sounded so passionate, and it just, the movie was so bad. Mm. And I, I, I want to give him a second chance without a Trevorrow and Connolly script. I want maybe him to develop the story. I could see it. I mean, you really just need to be passionate about this stuff, I would yeah. say. And, like, you just don't want to make a bad product. I don't think people are going into this trying to make a bad product, but they could have used a couple help. Yeah. Um, Colin Trevorrow is directing the third one, too. Yeah, okay. okay. So they're doing the Star Wars thing where it's J.J. the first one, J.J. the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Trevorrow well, was the one who got taken off the last one. Probably for good, too. I yeah. mean, if people didn't like Last Jedi, they would not have liked it Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars. It just would have been a middling Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Let's wrap it up here. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for listening so much. If you want to follow us and keep uh, keep updated with everything, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook, uh, just Dr. Script. If you want to tweet at us with your ideas or movies you want us to cover, tweet at us at Podcast, like Dr. Script, but abbreviated. Follow us on all the ways you find your podcast. Go on iTunes. Leave some five stars, maybe even a review. 
We love to hear those. We'll give you a, bit, a little bit of a shout out if you leave one. And yeah, please keep listening. We have, we're having a great time. Uh, B.D. Wong's making a lot of money <laughs> off of the movies that we keep watching. Uh, should we tease next week? Well, I, I don't want the audience to absorb too much information. Mm, okay. <laughs> These, uh, the, the, the ideas are just so porous. They just come out of our mouths. I would say this movie is above sea level. <laughs> Maybe a B or an A, but definitely above C level. Uh, okay. All right. I don't know if anyone's actually going to guess any of that from the clues we gave. You, but you I, are such a goofy goober, man. <laughs> there we go. That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.